Hi there, Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Going to be talking about the new 4K edition, well, fairly recent 4K edition, of the 1991 film, The Addams Family. Not sure when the movie first came out on 4K, but the reviews were great when it first did. I was going to buy the 4K, and then the Steelbook dropped in price, and well, there you go. <laughs> that was my my thing. So anyway, have not watched this movie in years. think I have both of them on Blu-ray, um, but really just haven't had any interest in watching them. But something about, you know, Wednesday coming out recently and, and the animated versions, I've been thinking fondly about this film and was looking forward to revisiting it. Had an original budget of about $25 million. They went over budget by about five to a total of about $30 million. And it being Barry Sonnefeld's first movie, he was a cinematographer, um, DP on some big films actually before this, um, and would go on to do Men in Black and some other things. Um, but he was a first-time director, and it was probably a bit much for him. And it's amazing how well it turned out. It went on to make $191 million, almost $192 million, and spawned a sequel. And we still have Adam's Family stuff today. This movie originally came out in 1991. Um, what a cast. The first thing I noticed was, wow, as the names just pop up on the screen. Angelica Houston, Raul Julia, Christopher Lloyd, Christina Ricci. Boom, 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 boom. And they're all just doing their best work. I miss Raul Julia. Does everybody remember him? Other than a, a, he was in a pretty bad Street Fighter movie, he was an amazing actor, and he was actually good in that too, um, as cheesy as it was. But Raul Julia was such an amazing actor who's been gone too early and far too long. I miss him. Uh, Paramount Pictures produced it. Um, you had some big producers on it as well. But Barry Sonnefeld, there's a great extra on the 4K about him talking very candidly about this was a bit over the top for him. And other than a little bit of of, of uh, kind of stop-motion animation, in-camera versus um, superimposed work, most of it is practical effects and still looks amazing. There's some stuff towards the end where things get over the top that they just couldn't. We didn't have computer-generated imagery back then, so they had to do what they could do, and it came out pretty weak, but it's like one thing, just one little thing. And I don't want to get into spoilers if you haven't seen the movie. This... Here's the biggest thing I noticed other than the cast. This is a movie. This is not a comedy. It's a film. They were shooting to make a real Adams Family. Barry Sonnefeld turns out he's a huge fan of the original comic. There was like 150 of them or whatever. Um, and, of course, he would return two years later and make a sequel as well. But it just feels like not like comedies we get today. It's funny. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of funny in it. Just the situations alone with these macabre, <laughs> aristocratic-type people. Um but it doesn't play out like a cheap comedy. It plays out like a film, like they were trying to, um, not a documentary, but trying to make a real movie. And I don't get that with a lot of today's comedies. They feel like they're just shot to be funny. And this was shot to be like a movie that turns out to be funny. I think it's great. Um, not everything lands as well as it did, but the casting is so perfect, so well acted. If you don't know the storyline, we basically jump into the Adams family. They already exist. Everything's fine. And they haven't had Fester in 25 years. Uh, Gomez's brother has been missing or dead or whatever. Um, and so that's how things play out. And Christopher Lloyd does a great Fester. It was actually very important for him to do a great Fester. Um, again, more of the extras that are on. It looks great on 4K. It's not one of those things you're going to put in, put in and go, this looks 4K crispy. 
But on the flip side, it looks like a film. It looks like a movie. It looks like a film from 1991 that's been restored carefully. I saw no print damage. It's, you know, the house is rustic and realistic looking, gritty. Everything's kind of gritty looking, but it does look great. And when there's things like lightning or lights or headlights or whatever, um, that stuff you could tell. The HDR is in effect. It's bright. There's some great shadowing, um, some great dark areas. It really is a great transfer. And the Dolby soundtrack is really good. It's not a full-blown, Atmos, uh, very spacious mix, but for a movie from its day, it sounds great. All in all, it was a big surprise to watch this movie. Got done with it and went, that felt like watching a real movie. Now, the 4K has returned. There's a song and dance number, the Mamushka. And this is the more Mamushka edition. It was a song and dance number that they found the uh, the actual original film to and restored it and put it back in the movie. You can watch it with with or without it and without Barry Sonnefeld's uh, intro or not. Um but I thought the song and dance was really good. They got a, a great Broadway writer to write the song. It's a very good song. That Raul Julia is giving it his all. Um, a song and dance number in the movie that I've never seen before. That was really cool. I'm not the biggest fan of song and dance numbers, but this was a really good one. All in all, um, I picked up the 4K for about 10 bucks. Uh, when it was on sale, and then later the Steelbook went on sale for 12 bucks, so I swapped them out, and I'll be selling or giving away the other 4K copy. Um, but you can get it cheap, and I like the fact we can get great movies um, in their best form ever, the 4K. Um, it looks great, it, it, much better than the Blu-ray ever did with the DVD or anything else. And I saw this movie back in the theater in 1991. I couldn't tell you for sure, but it looks pretty darn good now. Looks, sounds, great film. Altogether, it's more of a classic than I ever thought it was. So this is going to go down uh, um, on, a, on a list of, wow, you know, that was, that was actual film, not just a comedy. Um, Want to watch Family Adam's Family Values now, but it's not out in 4K. I'll see if I can find my Blu-ray copy. But in the meantime, if you've been on the fence about upgrading to get a 4K copy of this movie, I was surprised at how well it looks. A lot of practical effects, a lot of practical makeup, clothing, stitching, uh, fuzzy stuff, hairstyles, all of it. Cousin It. I mean, all of it in 4K just pops. It is a native 4K transfer. Um, looks spectacular. Nice um, HDR highlights on things. Like I said, you wouldn't... Um, doesn't really look like a slick Marvel movie or something modern, but it does look like a, a film, and it, as it should. It's a great 4K, and a movie holds up that holds up very well. I was impressed with it. Um, ready to watch it get down the road. The performances are all great, and amazing to see Christina Ricci so young. She was so perfectly cast. I understand she actually had, was, you know, um, had a little bit of a hard time with it, but she did an amazing job. I think it was one of her early movies, and I had no idea it was Barry Sonnefeld's first movie. <laughs> Yeah, he had worked, you know, with Spielberg and some other people, some pretty big artists before this. But to direct a movie like this, a 25 to $30 million adaptation of something very popular and knock it out of the park like that, wow, good for him. So check out Adam's Family in 4K. It's out there, and it's available, and it's pretty cheap. It's definitely worth adding to your collection. Scott Hamilton, I'm Rockfile. Thanks for taking time out of your day to listen to another podcast review. More details on this and uh, more stuff coming up. Check my links below, and stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.